0: Welcome to Center Ice, the Hockey Alberta podcast, home to all things hockey in our great province. I'm Soroy Tinker. I'm currently a professional hockey player for the Toronto Six in the Premier Hockey Federation. I am also the executive director of Black Girl Hockey Club Canada and a mentor for Saroy Drong, which is part of our community programming through BGHC. I'm very curious. What is it like playing with the PHF? It's great. We have a great group. The Toronto region obviously is great for hockey and we're in first place, so I can't complain. Playing in the PHF is great. It wasn't necessarily in my cards growing up, seeing a professional league, but now we have that professional league and we're able to do that with the Toronto Six and I'm more than happy to play for my hometown. It's been a great experience so far.
1: It's awesome to have that because really they're just a brand new expansion team. It's awesome to have one in Canada now and to start developing that league to what it can be. How did you get your start playing hockey?
0: My dad actually grew up in Scarborough ontario my dad's black my mom's white and my dad really just enjoyed playing he never really got to play at a high level couldn't really afford to play the game to that extent but really just loved it he experienced some challenges in hockey but he really just has this love for the game so i started out in gymnastics and dance and was quite tall when i was younger they said i was probably gonna be too tall for gymnastics so my dad figured why not make her a big hockey defenseman so that's what i currently am
1: (laughs) so then the transition happened yeah. and what made you love the game was it because you saw the love that
0: your dad had for the game i think i just loved the freeness of being on the ice i think playing sports in general was something that i had a passion for it was either go outside and play or do your homework or go to practice so in that sense i i think hockey Was just another sport that I really enjoyed. And I mean, it ended up being something that I was good at in comparison to some of the other sports. But at the same time, I think it was just the freeness of being on the ice and, you know, just really being able to just glide out there. I think there's just something to be said for the freeness of being out there. And I just remember, you know, going to open skates and things like that just to, you know, put my headphones in and do laps. So I think it was really the skating piece that I fell in love with.
1: You just mentioned that your dad had experienced his own challenges, but. Can you tell us about some of the challenges that you've faced in the game, not only as a woman, but also as a person of color?
0: I think growing up, I found out very quickly that hockey wasn't necessarily the most welcoming space. I think the first example of of overt racism was when I was around the age of 12. My own teammate called me the N-word in the dressing room and at that point, I just kind of didn't know how to react, and I, I remember just talking to my dad and my dad explaining that I was going to have more experiences like that, but I just needed to go out there, prove them wrong, make sure that I let their comments go in one ear and out the other. Over the course of my career, I kind of always felt like I had to take a piece of my blackness out to fit in in the arena and those settings. I think the experiences that I've had lead me to do what I'm doing today. And so that's that's my purpose in making sure that these girls have a community. They have the friends that they need. They know that other Black women love hockey as much as they do. So in that sense, I'm trying to make sure that their experience was better than mine and make sure that they have a piece of representation to look at and, and manifest and be eventually when they're playing professional hockey one day.
1: I'm sure that you're not the only one who has experienced that in our game and i commend you for trying to change it because i think we're at a place now where hockey needs to change because of that though not every girl is going to get to play professional hockey but every girl has the opportunity to fall in love with the game of hockey so is that how the black girl hockey club began black girl hockey club actually began with
0: renee hess she's a black woman based out of california and she just enjoyed watching hockey, specifically the Pittsburgh Penguins. So that's her team, big Malkin fan. She just noticed that when she went to games and had the love for hockey, she was discriminated against in the arena and always felt really awkward and excluded. So she figured, why not make a club? for Black women in hockey. Renee's actually never played hockey. A lot of the girls that started out in Black Girl Hockey Club were just fans. So I think it's really cool how we're implementing every aspect of our programming. We want all girls of all ages to play. Our financial aid program up here in Canada, you can apply at all ages. You can be a grandma, a Black grandma who wants to learn how to play hockey, or you can be two years old and need your first pair of skates. I think that's really what we're aiming to do is create that sense of community and realize that Black women do play hockey and we're just trying to normalize it
1: it's funny that you say you compare the grandma to the two-year-old because that really aligns with hockey alberta's mandate for hockey for life With us being in Alberta, I know you're based in Ontario and there have been scholarship recipients from Alberta. So how are you supporting girls across the country? Obviously, COVID
0: wasn't something that we wanted or enjoyed for the most part. But at the same time, I think it allowed us to see the ways we can connect with people in the world at any point in time. Our mentorship program runs via Zoom. I meet with all my girls via Zoom unless they're here in Toronto or I'm in their respective city. We have group meetings. They're involved in the group chat and whatever it may be so we're able to affect girls all over all across North America at this point whether it's giving them the funds they need shipping them the equipment they need meeting with them on zoom calls providing them with zoom workouts whatever it may be I think it's it's so easy to connect with people nowadays we're blessed to have that and the girls have that level of accessibility within our program it's so exciting to see that we're all across Canada and when I'm in Alberta I always want to make sure to meet the girls so I know I've met a few girls in Alberta I still have a few more to meet, but it's really exciting when we get to meet each other in person and it makes it that much more special. But again, connecting online is amazing and that's our main source of communication. You mentioned
1: that Renee was actually the one who started it and I've followed your story for a while now. I'm a big female hockey fan. I think it was a couple of years ago when I actually found out about the Black Girls Hockey Club and how it came to Canada. Did you and Renee have that conversation? Of you saw she was doing this in the States or did you have that conversation Of we need to do something and so let's build this together i think it was a combination
0: of both really i started volunteering on the scholarship committee and that's how i specifically got involved i just saw so many applications obviously we give out set numbers of scholarships but we had enough in the funds to give every girl that applied a scholarship and moving forward i really wanted to emphasize our scholarship program so I figured, why not raise some money? During the NWHL bubble in 2021, I think that's the year we were in, I decided to raise money for the Black Girl Hockey Club Scholarship Fund. And I set off my goal with originally having set it as $5,000, and we ended up raising around $32,000. We realized that there is so much interest from our Canadian companies, and obviously hockey is huge in Canada. We have a huge network of girls here in the GTA specifically, so... With that, we decided to broaden our our network and move across the border to Canada and implement our programming up here. I'm still playing, but at the same time, the girls are my purpose in playing, and if I get to do this for them while I'm still opening those doors, that's what I'm here to do. So I'm so happy that we were able to bring Black Girl Hockey Club to Canada and be all over North America now. Looking ahead, what are your goals with the club? Right now, our first two programs that are up and running currently are our mentorship program through Soroya Strong and our financial aid and scholarship programs. We plan on implementing our mental health and wellness program, which is something that I'm very passionate about, but I'm very excited to start just because I think that that's an aspect of sport that often goes unnoticed. We are such a growing community. I see new black girls in the arena every day. In that sense, we're, we're adding to the club. These girls are creating friendships and networking connections that's gonna last them a lifetime. I think sport is a platform. It teaches us a lot. Not every girl has to play pro hockey, but the point of it is that they're having fun. That's what black girl hockey hockey club is all about. We want them to have fun. We want them to have a good experience. And I think in the years to come, we're going to be a huge nonprofit. We are growing in numbers. We've got about 110 girls in our mentorship program now and more and more new scholarship applicants apply every semester. So we're super excited to see it grow.
1: That's amazing. And like we said, you know, we can say it once, we can say it again, but representation does matter. So the fact that you are taking notice to the new black girls coming into the sport, coming into the game, into the arenas every day, I think that's a huge piece for them and it starts to make the game a welcoming environment. So if we can start one place, then pretty soon there will be that representation across the country too. How can girls like the black girls that are in Alberta connect with the black
0: girl hockey club we're on social media we have instagram and twitter but also we send out newsletters so you can check out our website at blackgirlhockeyclub.ca.org and get involved our newsletters will tell you when our events are get involved in our mentorship program the girls have access to myself in terms of one-on-one meetings or group meetings we're involved on slack now and that's our, our main channel for our mentorship program but really just get involved email uh, dm us if you're looking for more information but we're up and coming and i'm excited to get to know the girls that are going to join our community this year and find out about us.
1: My last question too is, is there an opportunity with Black Girls Hockey Club for allies to join? Whether you're a person of color, whether you're white, whether you're a male, whether you're a female, is there an opportunity?
0: For sure. We are welcoming to all communities. You can come out and hang out with Black Girl Hockey Club at any point in time. Our scholarship and financial aid is specifically for Black women, but we have so many events where we just get together, we do yoga or have a little mental health and wellness check or hop on the ice together. So our allies are more than welcome. BIPOC communities, LGBTQ+, I think we're super inclusive and welcoming. We hope that our allies do come out and support us.
1: I think it's an awesome community that you're building Soraya so I really thank thank you you. for taking the time hopefully we can spread some awareness across Alberta about black girls hockey club
0: thank you for listening to the center ice podcast for this episode and more head to hockeyalberta.ca if there's a topic you'd like covered on an upcoming episode email info at hockeyalberta.ca